Good evening. I'm Paul Drienzo with these headlines. The clock is ticking on the final day of a six-day truce in Israel's war in Gaza. International mediators are working for a second extension to allow for the release of more hostages in return for Palestinians held prisoner in Israeli jails. A spokesperson from Qatar, a key mediator, had this to say. We are working on an extension. We're very optimistic that we would have good news to share today. These are okay. ongoing negotiations. Our negotiators are working right now, so we hope that uh, within a couple of hours we would have more news on that. And the Israeli army confirmed the release of two captives ahead of the release of 10 more. 30 Palestinian prisoners would then be released. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu emphasized his forces will resume the war. The former United Nations Special Rapporteur for Human Rights in the Occupied Palestinian Territory is Michael Link. He says Israel's right to self-defense under international law only applies to attacks from other states, not occupied territories. They have to fight that in a very targeted, precise and surgical fashion. And the way they've gone about doing it with between 14 and 15,000 Palestinian dead, almost probably 85 to 90 percent of them, civilians, certainly crosses, has crossed um, many times over, a bright red line being drawn by, uh, by international law. War crimes committed by one side does not justify war crimes being committed in retaliation or revenge by the other side. Everyone is responsible for operating within the bounds of international law. Michael Link, former United Nations Special Rapporteur for Human Rights in the Palestinian Territories. In the wake of the shooting of three Palestinian students in Burlington, Vermont over the weekend, both the Council on American-Islamic Relations and the Anti-Defamation League report a spike in anti-Semitic and Islamophobic incidents. Today, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer spoke on Capitol Hill about anti-Semitism. To us, the Jewish people, the rise of anti-Semitism is a crisis a five-alarm fire that must be extinguished. In the month following the outbreak of war, CARE reported almost 2,000 incidents of bias, a 200% increase, while the FBI had already reported anti-Jewish incidents have grown to levels not seen for decades. In more national news, Democrats are facing internal divisions over the war on Gaza, threatening the center-left coalition that elected Joe Biden in 2020, as Biden's poll numbers have tanked, especially among young voters. Co-founder of Roots Action, a group sponsoring the Step Aside Joe campaign, is Jeff Cohen. Everyone's looking at these polls, even Schumer. You don't want someone weak, and Schumer's uh, policy on uh, Israel-Gaza is appalling. But if you're a Democrat, you don't want uh, someone heading your ticket who's as weak and has caused so much voter disenchantment as Joe Biden. Major Democratic news outlets have been warning Democrats the division could cost Biden next year's election. When Washington Post or the New York Times talks about party division, it usually means there's too much progressive dissent. The reality is, if the party is divided, it's because Biden has driven away some of his most loyal constituents and demographics. Young people worked so hard in 2020 and 2022, and they're alienated from Biden because of his policies. Jeff Cohen is with the Step Aside Joe campaign. And in more political news, right-wing opponents of former President Donald Trump's bid for re-election next year are jumping onto the bandwagon of former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. 
50 days before the GOP primary season starts. Haley will be the standard bearer of the influential network funded by billionaire Charles Koch. Trump is far ahead of his GOP challengers. Another major candidate is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, whose lack of campaign style has tarnished his reputation. Pundits say Haley is a hardline conservative with similarities to former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, the Iron Lady of Great Britain. In local news, Mayor Eric Adams visited a NYCHA property in Brooklyn yesterday. The 1,200-unit Nostrand Houses has begun a 10-day voting period to get a sense of tenants' approval of a plan to opt into the newly created Public Housing Preservation Trust. The next 10 days, you are going to decide your destiny and how you want your housing to be. This is no longer in the hands of outsiders. This is in the hands of insiders, those who live in NYCHA. Let's make this happen. I want to walk to you with you to the polls. Uh, this is a liberating moment for the tenants of NYCHA. The project needs $80 million to fix a myriad of problems, money the government says it doesn't have. Mayor Adams says the trust is a key to preserving public housing in New York. It would open public housing to new revenue streams. Paul DiRienzo, New York.